the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. music pull in Rocco Pandola communist for the street.com I refer to you Rocco as a legendary communist when your PR person in the street asked if I wanted to I was like absolutely you get all the props in the world just so you know well I appreciate that that's very nice of you um, I see a lot of you I read a lot of you um, one of the stories she was pitching that you might be able to talk about is stories on Apple, and that's always favored in the Bay Area because Apple, Google, Facebook kind of rules our roadways as well as our um, you know investments. Uh, what are you working on right now with the Apple? Uh, well, you know, I kind of just consistently um, write about Apple and, and sort of think about you know the current state and what might. Uh, what might lie ahead. It is crazy, though, how you mentioned that, um, I mean, it's, these companies have taken over the Bay Area. I thought it was bad when I lived there. You know, I was there from 99 to 2006, living in San Francisco, living in the Mission, and, um, you know, rents were going up in the Mission like crazy. Um, you know, it was, it was becoming controversial then, but it sounds like it's blown up times 10 uh, compared to what it was, you know, late 90s, early 2000s. Um, I guess, you know, maybe some people are hoping for a crash again, but, uh, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're talking about Apple. Um, sure. I, I think, you know, I've been critical of Apple, and I think there's room to be critical of Apple, or at least room to be concerned, right? Like, what are they going to do in the future? Um, the big thing that's been holding the stock back, in my opinion, is that there's a lack of investor confidence in, in Tim Cook. Um, if you look at Amazon, it is able to fly and keep flying because people look at Bezos and they say, you know what, we believe in this guy. We have confidence that the, his, his strategy is, is intact and he's proven, you know, historically that, that, that you know, we're, we're going to go after the long term and, and we're going to spend a lot of money to do it and, and don't worry, everything's going to be fine. So they did that stock up. And I think if Steve Jobs were still around, if there were never any health overhangs, we might see a very similar situation with Apple. Because the present state of the company is so darn good that nobody touches them. I mean, how can you even talk about competition with respect to Apple's business or with respect to uh, the way consumers view it? You know, there is no competition. But there is the question of, of Tim Cook being able to replicate the magic. So that's sort of the broad um, area that I've been kind of viewing Apple from. So, Rocco, let's separate Apple stock from Apple product. There seems to be nothing really wrong with Apple product other than they don't have a magical unicorn watch or they don't have the TV set. Um, Everything else seems to be selling really well, whether it's the app stores, whether it's the phones, whether it's the pods. 
Uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts on the product of Apple? Fantastic. And the thing that actually turned me around on Cook, and I'm, I'm a lot more confident in him, and I believe he can produce, you know, we all say the next big thing. I think he, he's capable of, 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 of overseeing that process of, of marketing, of executing, of getting, getting whatever it is, whatever it's going to be out there. And he proved that to me with iPad Air. Um, a lot of people are just kind of discounting this as just, you know, a, a, a slightly smaller and lighter uh, tablet than what came before it. If you've used one, and it doesn't take long, all you got to do is walk down the street to the Apple Store and play with one in there for 10, 15 minutes, and you'll realize this is a whole new experience for a tablet. It's a fantastic product. They really took their time with this and reimagined it and said, you know what, this is what the tablet experience should be. And, um, and, and I... I, I when I started playing with that product, and I bought one, and, and I've been using it almost every day, I said to myself, you know what, these guys still have it. And whatever they're working on, they're working on their own timeline, which is unlike everybody else. Right? Everyone's got to come out with wearable technology now. Apple's the only one that hasn't done that. Because if indeed they are working on wearable technology, they're, doing, they're going to dictate the pace of what that's going to look like. Um, they're not going to react and try to get something out there as quickly as, as, as they can because, you know, the tech pundits are predicting that's going to be the next hot thing. Apple's going to do what Apple's going to do, and they're going to take their time. They're going to be patient. And when they finally put something out there, it's going to be the best in breed, and it's going to dominate. Let me show you how much I believe that statement. Um, we know that they've hired the CEO of Burberry. We know that they pull in the high executive from Yves Saint Laurent. I need a fitness watch tracker thing and I kind of want to wait for apples like I don't want to blow my 150 right now only to spend 500 600 on an apple one I know the apple one will be better I know the apple one is going to be well designed I know it'll be a fashion statement um, what do you think about apple hiring a Burberry executive and an Yves Saint Laurent executive versus a tech head I think it's fantastic, and I've written a lot about that, too. I think the, the one thing that concerns me, clearly they brought her in. I think job one is to really make the international push. You know, there's a lot of money in, in a lot of these countries where Burberry is really big, right? And if you ever walk around Manhattan, and I think the same thing in, in, in San Francisco around, uh, around Union Square and stuff, you see a lot of these tourists that come into town, and they're carrying, you know, Burberry bags and, and so forth. I mean, they've got a lot of cash to spend. They spend it here when they come visit, and they spend it over in their own country. So I think that's an obvious thing. The thing that I hope they do with her, and if they don't, it's kind of, I'm kind of bewildered as to, you know, there are no other reasons why you hired her, is get the products out of Walmart, get the products out of Target, get them out of these slummy third world retailers. Enough of this marketing strategy, this retail strategy, where you're, you're you know, letting Walmart discount prices and give away iPhones and everything else. That's what they need to work on. They need to, to kind of bring back this, this brand as being aspirational, as being high-end, as being something that is just a couple of steps above what everybody else has. And when you're slumming with your products in a place like Walmart or even Target or even Best Buy, I don't think, that, um, I don't think you're, you're, you're going a long way to helping the image. I think you are very slowly degrading it, especially when you give these other um, retailers so much control over, over uh, being able to discount prices and do promotions and so forth. I like to see them reorganize that strategy. Pull your stuff out of there. I can't imagine you're going to take that much of a hit. The people aren't just going to go online to buy your product or, or find an Apple store if they live near one. And then partner with some higher-end brands. I'd rather see iPads for sale in a Bose store. I'd rather see iPads for sale in a Tesla store, right? I mean, you're not going to go in there and buy the electric car because it's too expensive, but 
You might buy a Tesla T-shirt or a coffee mug, and who knows, if there's an iPad mini sitting there, you might pick one up as well. I mean, that to me is the type of retail strategy Apple should embark on over the next, you know, three to five years, not one where Walmart's saying, hey, we'll give you an iPhone for $24 just to get you in the door. Um, there, there's too much control of Apple's image being given up to companies that don't know how to brand properly. I appreciate the commentary there. I don't think I would have put it that way, but I love that you did about <laughs> slumming it. Um, there's some truth to that. Obviously, Apple is being pushed to get their cheaper phones out there so that they don't lose market share. Google's gaining market share with Android. Samsung. The thing is, Rob, what do these other retailers do? All these retailers do is they, they, all they're doing is competing on price, right? I mean, that's all they do. There, there's yep. nothing at all in the strategy of a Walmart or a Best Buy or a Target other than competition on price which is the complete opposite of what Apple does. I don't know why they'd want to be associated with that. That's really kind of like the nutshell point. Would you say that's a Tim Cook mistake or misstep that Steve would never have done, or do they have to at least acknowledge shareholders with you know, some of the cheaper third-world kind of uh, cell phone co- coverage? Um, I don't think it's a Tim Cook mistake. I mean, we, a lot of times we like to say, well, you know, Steve Jobs never would let that happen. Apple's been selling their products in these stores for a long time, right? And, and, and they've been doing it, you know, when Jobs was the CEO and we thought he'd be around for, for, for longer um, than, than, he, than it ended up being. Um, it, it feels like there's been more discounting and, and more control given to these third-party retailers. But I don't know if you can really pin that on Cook. I think that's just the trend in overall retail. And, and what you can blame, you know, what you can say, hey, listen, Cook should, should realize this and pull Apple away from it, at least if you, if you view the situation the way that I do. But, it, yeah, I mean, I think Cook takes a lot of crap for, you know, things that we say Jobs wouldn't have done. But, you know, he was doing them. You know, it was just different circumstances and different contexts. Speaking with Rocco Pindola, columnist for TheStreet.com, I think your columns are money makers in the sense that they get you to think, and you don't panic necessarily. Sometimes you do panic uh, because you bring up a good point. One of the areas that Apple is criticized for is they've got a lot of cash. Why didn't they buy Pandora? Why didn't they buy Netflix? Because they can give away the devices like Amazon's doing if they've got the content on the back end. What are your thoughts on what Apple should do as far as acquisitions going forward? I don't think they should do really anything major. I don't, I'm not on board with, uh, you know, buy Pandora, buy Netflix, or a lot of people now are saying buy Yahoo. Um, I, I don't think that's the Apple way. Um, you know, they have all of the contents, right? Like, your iPhone is, is why I laughed when, you know, when iTunes Radio came out and people said, oh, it's going to crush Pandora and Apple's out to kill Pandora. Absolutely not. That's just another feature for your iPhone. And Apple absolutely loves Pandora. Pandora was on stage, you know, with, with Apple um, when they introduced the first iPhone because that showed you how to, you know, the intuitive way to use your iPhone. Uh, the Pandora app was perfect okay. for that. And that remains today. It's, it's like the number three grossing app in the App Store. So Apple, I think, likes these relationships. Why buy the company and take on, you know, some of the problems these companies have? And, you know, even though, you know, whatever Pandora pays for content is, is a rounding error for Apple, but still, why take on this huge infrastructure of another company when you can just have them as one of the most popular apps in your app store? So you have, you have Pandora, you have all the Yahoo apps that are getting better, and, you know, Mr. Meyer's working on them, and, you know, people are going to go on the app store. Obviously, app downloads are through the roof, and they're going to get Yahoo Weather and Yahoo Finance and Yahoo Sports. Why do you need to own the company? You know, I, I, don't, I don't understand that theory. It's, 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 it's adding um, a bunch of baggage that Apple doesn't need. All Apple needs to do 
is is sell uh, high margin hardware. I mean, that's what they are. They're they're a company that sells high margin hardware. Uh, they're not an entertainment company. They're not a software company. They're not a content company. I mean, they need all these things to drive the hardware sales, but but I don't see why they would change the model by saying something completely out of character. Rocco Pandola, CommunistForTheStreet.com. I'll connect later with you today on Twitter. Thanks for joining us. Rob Black, your money. I'm Rob Black. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.